ladies and gentlemen. It's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al pie del cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> good morning, good people. It is Juernes. Oh, can you smell it? Can you smell that, Natch? It's the weekend. <laughs> it smells like freedom. How you doing? How's your week going so far, Natch? So far, so good. Thank so you. far, so good. You see, you're coming in with extra endorphins because of the bike ride. Maybe. Yeah, yes. I, I'm coming in with extra mala leche because of the metro. <laughs> well, I combine both. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Ah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, it's quite, I slept so badly last night. So badly last night. So I'm fighting off grumpy Rob. Thankfully, I've got a coffee in my hand. The world's looking good. <laughs> How are you doing out there, folks? A big hello to Pedro, Vero, The Bridge, BTI. How are you doing out there, friends? Those are the people joining me right now in our live audience. If you want to join them and be as cool as they are, you can join me on twitch.tv barra professional bohemian. And that's Bohemio Profesional, pero in English. And you too can um, uh, hang out in the chat and uh, participate in all the fun we have coming up in today's show. Talking about what's coming up in today's show, in the second half of the show, I ask a hundred humans to name something you need to grow a vegetable garden. Nombra algo que lo que necesitas para cultivar un huerto. Oh! Nivelazo. You know what I, I, I appreciate, Natch? I, I saw your finger there. I saw you even before I started speaking. You were primed. <laughs> um, then in today's Complete the News, we'll find out what escaped from um, a Pennsylvania veterinary clinic. Bum, bum, bum. Um, and more if we have time. But in today's unpopular opinion, quite a good one. Yeah, quite a good one and quite a counterintuitive one, I think, for most of us. It is couples should live with each other. Uh, cohabitar or co- uh, convivir, right? Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, uh, couples should live with each other for at least a year before marriage. Mm. Yeah, we'll um, uh, we'll pick that argument apart in coming up in the first half of the show. But right now, I'm here. You're here. Let's see what's going on in the world. Natch, I, I was experimenting with um, uh, with voice-generating text-to-speech artificial intelligence last night. Yeah, yeah, scary stuff, man. Scary stuff. There's a, there's a, a tool called Eleven Labs, and it's just incredible. If it, it's Thank God it's so expensive. Otherwise, we'd be out of work, dude. <laughs> thank God it's so expensive. Um, and then I was looking at um, uh, an app, an open-source app by a company called Suno, who's artificially, and it's open source, so it's free to use. And it, the the artificial intelligence is, it kind of has these weird quirks in the way it speaks, but it's capable of generating laughter, sighs, um, uh, like really natural sounding speech. It's terrifying stuff. Um, good morning, Eugene. Good morning, corporate alligator. So let's see what's going on in the world, right, guys? Um, all right. Should we start off with some local news? When I say local, I mean Spain for our international listeners. That's where we produce the show. It's currently 8.30 a.m. Central European time, 2.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2.30 p.m. for our friends in Hong Kong and the Philippines. So Spain has among the EU's largest number of young people out of work and education. Now, this is coming from Euronews, and it asks the question, why? Why do you think, Natch? Why? Why is that? Why is Why is Spain um, one of the highest? Uh, has one of the highest rates of young people out of education and out of um, out of work? What do you think? Well, I guess it's not everything government's fault, but they um, have yeah, their yeah. part. Yeah, and just that slow, steady slide towards the realization that getting a degree, higher education, is just a waste of money, and then the job market in Spain is so kind of it's so tough so many people trying to find the same jobs everyone wants to be an instagram influencer but no one wants to be an albanian <laughs> you know 
Um, yeah, it's tough stuff. So, yeah, uh, España es uno de los países del, del uh, UE, de la UE, con mayor número de jóvenes sin trabajo ni estudios. Pero, ¿por qué? Ask. Um, Euro news. Yeah, I know, Natch. You're impressed. You're shocked. Será posible. Uh, yeah. Vaya nivelazo. <laughs> the translation elf is, <laughs> is in pain right now. So Spain faces a significant challenge with 17% of its young population neither working nor studying, um, surpassing the OECD average of 15%. This issue is attributed to early school dropouts and high youth unemployment, with Spain having the second highest number of early school leavers in the EU. When they say early school leavers, they don't mean people leaving high school. They mean people not going into higher education, I imagine. I mean, I don't hear that as a, an issue. I hear often, Ooh, Generation Z, so lazy, they don't want to work. <laughs> Usually from people in our generation, Natch. <laughs> yeah, uh, the country's youth struggle to find opportunities due to a lack of experience and the prevalence of low salaries. And that, my friends, is something that is a problem here in Spain. I mean, and all over the um, the strata, I'm not talking like, not like yesterday where we were making the argument that those at the top of the corporate pyramid were earning vastly more than those at the bottom. No, in Spain... Everyone gets paid under what would be the world average. Uh, the countries... So, yeah. Um, however, there has been a positive trend. Um, with the percentage of such individuals decreasing over the past decade. In contrast, Nordic countries have successfully uh, implemented second chance education systems and focused on student development with multi... Um, municipalities actively responsible for school dropouts and experienced teachers allocated to at-risk areas, offering lessons that could be beneficial to Spain. Yeah, do you think this is likely to change in the future? I don't think, I think until, yeah, I think this is, this is not something exclusive to Spain. I mean, we looked at um, China or Japan, was it? I can't remember. I think it was China. Where people, no, it was Japan, where youth, young people, youth unemployment is in the 20% range. And uh, they're actually being full-time children, just being paid to live at home and do chores at home. This is a problem that's happening all over the world. Um, how do we solve it? I'm not sure. We need to incentivize people to either continue their education or work. But when salaries are so low, how do you incentivize people? I mean, this is a capitalist, capitalist economy, right? You, you you incentivize people to work by paying them decent salaries. Anyway, um, how are we doing? Vero says, don't mind me too much, but I think um, Juernes um, is said after six o'clock in the evening when you get out of work. Really? Oh, you're just destroying my animal. Now I'm not incentivized to enjoy the day. <laughs> um, okay, noted, noted. Um, corporate alligator, because uh, family is important and spending time in cafe relaxation, Europe loves it, says corporate alligator. Yeah, I don't buy into this um, stereotype. And that Actually, even Spaniards will um, perpetuate that manana manana stereotype. Like, yeah, you know, la lack of incentivization, lack of kind of will to be proactive i don't buy that some of the most hard some of the hardest people hardest working people i've ever met have been spaniards so i don't really buy that as a as a reason for this um i don't think it's a question i've been in a leadership position for for many many years and usually when you see a lack of um a lack of desire to go an extra mile it's because of a lack of incentive you know a lack of motivation so what can our leaders do to solve this? Well, that is in the leaders' hands, my friends. Let's move on. Um, let's move on to some more news, um, and we have quite a bit today. Uh, let's move on to um, Amazon. Amazon are in trouble. Amazon, the company um, uh, formerly headed by Jeff Bezos, my brother in bald. The Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, files a lawsuit alleging Amazon illegally maintains a monopoly. Woo! Jeez Louise. 
Um, uh, yeah, the Federal Trade Commission and 17 state attorneys or state attorneys general have filed lawsuit against Amazon alleging the company illegally maintains a monopoly power. The lawsuit claims that Amazon uses punitive and coercive coercive tactics to unlawfully sustain monopolies, exploit, exploiting hundreds of thousands of businesses. This is mainly among Amazon sellers here. I don't know if you've ever experienced selling on um, uh, on Amazon. I haven't. Um, but apparently they, um, they have an anti-discounting policy um, and conditioning sellers' prime eligi eligibility on... Um, uh, on, Am on using Amazon's fulfillment um, service. That means you have to store your product in Amazon um, warehouses, which also costs money. So let's see how that pans out. Interesting, one of the biggest and most powerful companies in the world. Um, and finally today, yeah, finally today, um, interesting for, for people certainly who consume this show. Um, our, as you know, we have this, this cadre of angelic, godlike podcast listeners. Um, if you two uh, consume podcasts, perhaps you've heard of Google Podcasts. Well, sadly, Google Podcasts is going away. Oh, it's disappearing, friends. Uh, this news coming from, let's see, coming from TheVerge.com. Google has announced that Google Podcasts will be discontinued in 2024. With YouTube Music becoming the primary platform for podcast access. This decision aligns with Google's recent initiatives, including the introduction of podcast listening on YouTube Music for users in the US without paid membership and plans. Do you, um, when you consume podcast snatch, well, I assume you do at some point, right? What do you use to consume podcasts? iVoox. You use iVox. But is that because that has been the main kind of player in, in the game here at Vaughn Radio? Mm, yes, it was the first that I knew and, and I stayed. Yeah, maybe there are some others. Yeah. Better. Yeah, I, th I find, like, no offense to iVox, but I find there's too many ads, man. Yes. <laughs> it just drives me up the wall. Too many ads stop selling me things all the damn time. Uh, let's see what people are saying in the chat. Um, who you been working with? Spanish mafias is <laughs> corporate alligator. Um, uh, yeah, taking a leap from Spotify, says uh, corporate alligator. Well, you know, if you're a fan of the Pro Bowl show, and by the way, hi, Carmen, who writes to me on um, YouTube. <laughs> it's nice to get those lovely messages. Um, if you're a fan of this show, you may be our followers on YouTube. And recently, they actually made a change. This, I think, has been in the pipeline for quite a long time. Because recently, they made a new tab on YouTube for podcasts. So you can identify a playlist as a podcast, and you upload it there. So interesting stuff, yeah. It's a, it seems like a strange decision to me, honestly. I mean, is this because they're betting on YouTube music to become a bigger platform? Or is this because not many people are using Google Podcasts? I mean, I think it's in the top 10 of my, where people download my podcast. I like CastBox, says Eugene. Never used um, uh, CastBox. Vero says she uses Spotify and iVox. Yeah. Um, Spotify is, uh, is becoming a big player in the game. I believe still the world's number one is, um, is Apple. Or iMusic or whatever the hell they call it. Apple Podcasts. I believe that's still the world number one. Um, uh, let's continue anyway with this um, with this interesting piece of news. Um, so yeah, Google Podcast launch in 2018 has offered users free access to a variety of podcasts and personalized recommendations. The shift to YouTube Music is justified by user uh, pod and podcast behavior, with data indicating that 23% of weekly podcast users in the US prefer YouTube as their primary service, compared with 4% of Goo on Google Podcasts. So that's the decision. That's why. Because people are just consuming um, podcasts on uh, on YouTube, which is sad for a podcast of my size. Because I imagine if you listen to the podcast, you're inundated with adverts on YouTube. And I don't see a penny of that. <laughs> because I'm not partnered with um, YouTube. 
That, that, that's the most frustrating thing for me, Natch, is all the ads that appear on YouTube. You know, I mean, I can deal with, you know, the rest of the rigmarole, the, the, the aggressive um, algorithm and things like that. I just hate the, the amount of ads. In fact, there are so many ads, they've almost convinced me to, to switch to YouTube Premium. You know, as my primary kind of way to access music instead of Spotify and things like that. If anyone out there uses YouTube Premium, I'd be interesting, interested to know how YouTube music works for you if you like it. Apparently, it's very good. So anyway, to facilitate this transition, Google will provide tools to help users migrate their podcasts and subscriptions easily to YouTube music and other platforms. There you go. Um, all right, guys. Well, with that said, let's move on to today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. Yeah, I've never used CastBox. Never used CastBox. I do use Stitcher from time to time. That's, um, I believe that's an American service. But it's very, very good. And the ads that you, you get usually are affiliated with um, the actual podcast as opposed to being encrusted by the uh, podcast player. Good morning, Nuriatam. How are you doing? How are you doing? Okay, so today's unpopular opinion is this. That people should live together, they should cohabitate, they should convivir in Spanish for at least a year, um, al menos un año, before getting married, uh, antes del matrimonio. What do you think, my friends? What do you think? So, los parejas deben convivir al menos un año antes del matrimonio. Okay. I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning. And they gave me some pros and cons. Uh, uh, Copper Alligator says, TuneIn has 75 million monthly users. Well, damn. I had no idea about that. I am on TuneIn as well. The Probo Show, man. It's everywhere. Okay. Let's, um, let's get into this. So, the Elves Pro arguments agreeing with the statement that sh couples should live together before getting married. Um, living together helps couples understand each other's habits and lifestyles, better allowing them to access or assess, sorry, their long-term compatibility. Next, experiencing and managing conflicts and differences in day-to-day -day life can strengthen understanding and improve conflict resolution. Um, sharing living expenses provides insight into each other's financial habits, attitudes, and responsibilities, which is crucial for marital stability. And finally, some studies suggest that cohabiting can help couples identify poten um, potential deal breakers. Banderas rojos, red flags. Would you say that? Do you say red flags in Spanish? Probably not, right? Mm, no. We no. say, well, no, líneas rojas, but more in politics. Okay, uh, okay. No um, uh, so possibly leading to more informed decisions about marriage and potentially lowering divorce rates. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Um, in the con column, disagreeing with the statement that couples, saying couples shouldn't necessarily live together before getting married. For some people, living together before marriage may go against their cultural or religious beliefs. Once a couple is cohabiting, there might be external pressures due um, to marry due to societal or family expectations, possibly leading to unwise marital decisions. Hard to argue with that one, isn't it? It's true. I mean, I've lived, I've lived with partners before, and as soon as you move, move in, next question, when are you two getting married and having babies? <laughs> um, next one. Um, living together can alter the dynamics of the relationship, possibly leading to increased complacency and a reduction in effort um, to nurture the relationship. And finally, um, in the con column, disagreeing with the, the statement. Without the legal commitment of marriage, some individuals may feel insecure or uncertain about the future of the relationship, which could strain the partnership. Hmm. I did get um, I did get quite a few messages on Instagram. We'll get into those in a bit. I do do want to let you know though how people voted on the poll. So on Instagram, <laughs> on Instagram, 100% of the voters, and damn, there was a lot of voters. 100% uh, of people said true. 
couples. So, wow, that is officially the most popular, unpopular opinion we've ever done. <laughs> however, however, culturally speaking, especially in, um, in what is traditionally a Roman Catholic country, um, country uh, here in Spain, at least rooted in Catholicism, right? Same as Italy and things. It isn't necessarily, um, it isn't necessarily uh, pushed as a viable alternative to just getting married, moving in. Did you and um, Mrs. Natch, did you guys live together before marriage? Not completely. From time to time, we shared a house, but I was still living in, at mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did you find that to be, um, do you wish you'd cohabited before marriage? I think I'm going against the, the mainstream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go tell me. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, Nat, you'd be really surprised by what science says about this. So go ahead. Yes, uh, a year, in my case at least, in my case, the first year is like the best year. It's like spending a week of, of holidays with your partner. But yeah. In a year, there's no problem in the first year. The problem starts the third, fourth year. Yeah. When you're tired, when you are have more responsibilities when you start having kids or something. I don't know. The first year is not going to make a difference, at least for me. Yeah. I mean, anyone can put on a good face for a year, right? Exactly. You don't get tired in a year. I completely agree. And you know what? There is actual um, there is actual evidence to the fact that cohabiting before marriage either makes little difference or is detrimental. It's been shown. It was shown in one study. I didn't. I didn't pull up the um, the actual study here. I'll try and find it for Patreon. That cohabiting before marriage makes the first year of marriage better, but then the following years markedly worse. <laughs> I don't quite understand why, but I did find a study from the University of Denver. Um, um, who they they um, they the study involved approximately one thousand six hundred American couples married for the first time between 2010 and 2019. 34% of marriages ended among those who cohabited before engagement. Um, Only 23% of marriages ended among those who waited until after. Interesting. I mean, I think they're they're burying the headline there. (laughs) The headline there being that of of all the people who got married, 57% 57% of them got divorced. <laughs> but still, but still, I mean, that's compelling evidence, right? And um, I'm not going to bore you with the whole um, with the whole study here. But it seems to be, rather than moving in together, is the why you moved in together. Was it to save money? Was it out of convenience? Was it because one partner lived closer to where you work? Or... Was it because you wanted to spend more time with each other? And studies found that the decision as to why you wanted to move in was more crucial than living with each other in the first place. I mean, studies are ongoing with this, but contrary to what sociology would have us believe, contrary to what we would consider conventional wisdom, um, cohabiting before marriage either makes no difference or is or could be detrimental so it's it's interesting to hear you say that natch but of course not surprising that's why you're the oracle my friend (laughs) all right let's see what people are saying in the chat rossi is back did you see her in the background oh my god um all right let's see what um banderas lineas rojas says vero oh um let's get a nivelazo for vero please buy a nivelazo um, Vero says, true, they need to know if their relationship is working well before they take the big step. If it doesn't work out, they can always go their separate ways. I wonder if if the, the scientific data on this is because when you move in and you when you move in with each other and you're already married, you're more incentivized to compromise. But if you're just moving in, like and you, there is no kind of legal documents to say you know you might lose half of your um, wealth <laughs> you know you're more likely to take it a little um, a little less seriously it's interesting um pedro says i haven't applied the unpopular opinion to my marriage but i strongly support it um Nuritam, i did it and it's very useful to know um, your partner better rossi the cleaning lady and diego from it forever says Vera. <laughs> and pedro's happy to see rossi in the background too 
I'm going to tell her after the show. I'm going to try and get a selfie with her. Me, me, Rossi, and the Natch. <laughs> All right, guys. Look, there's more comments to read, but yeah, interesting stuff. It's not as clear cut as the um, as the people on Instagram would have us believe. But I post this question to you, our audience, our live audience. Should couples live together for a year before marriage? Is a year not long enough? Um, our very own Nessa Vanessa, who um, comments on Instagram, said she lived with her partner for 17 years before marriage. Maybe that is a good way to tell, right? But a year, does it really make a difference? Science would, um, would might say not. But I'm not interested in science. I'm not interested in any anyone's opinions, but yours in the live audience. So you tell me. Friends, so many things you could have been doing this morning. Instead of doing those things, <laughs> you took the time to spend some time with me and it means the world. See you soon. Hey guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professionalbohemian, and you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professionalbohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. My God, what a great show we're having. What a great show and quite a counterintuitive show we're having, right? With today's unpopular opinion. All right, we're going to, um, uh, if you've just tuned in, by the way, um, you've missed. Uh, we talk, We spoke about the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission. Um, they're, they're, they've launched a lawsuit alleging that Amazon illegally maintains a monopoly um, in the online sales market. And interesting, this will be massive if it happens. Because what the FTC will, in in, in monopoly cases, what they insist on is breaking the company apart. Um, And that would be be, um, very dangerous for a company like Apple, um, sorry, Apple, uh, Amazon, where the company as a whole, the whole umbrella, you know, can fund Amazon Video, Amazon Music. Um, little elements that may not be profitable can be funded because of the because of the family. It could be cataclysmic for a company that is as big as Animal. So yeah, the, la FTC, the, la, the Federal Trade Commission, commission presenta una demanda que alega, alega? what do you say, alleges? Maybe. Alega. Yeah. Alega que if you ever have a problem with Spanish, now you just come to me, man. <laughs> que Amazon, I'm here always. Opened up policy. <laughs> Mantiene ilegalmente el monopolio. El monopolio. Oh, God, dude. Monopolio. I'm going go, to go back to England. <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never be able to speak Spanish, man. It's never, it's never going to happen. All right. Um, okay, we've got the results of the polling. Interesting stuff. All right, guys. Um, I think you might be a little bit surprised by how our audience have voted today. All right, let's um, let's continue. Then we um, we looked at Spain uh, being um, one of the EU's country with the most out of work and out of education young people. Um, I believe this is a systemic of um, society in general. I don't think this is a Spain problem. I think this is a global problem. However, it does seem like our um, Scandinavian friends have been able, or our Nordic friends, have been able to turn this trend around by focusing in more aggressively on education, putting more experienced teachers in um, more at-risk areas. Is this something we could do here? I think so. I think so. But the will needs to happen, friends. There there needs to be a will. And finally, we looked at um, Google Podcasts. Going the way of the past. That's sad for me because I have a few, quite a few subscribers on Google Podcasts. Guys, if you're listening, go follow me on um, on YouTube, The Probo Show. Anyway, so that was the news. And then we moved on to today's unpopular opinion, which was um, couples should live with each other for at least a year before getting married. Um, and whereas Instagram voted 100% true... The home of um, uh, Instagram, the home of um, unrealistic expectations. It's actually not as clear cut as you might think. 
Uh, we went over um, a study by Denver University that illustrated um, that it seems it seems to be not as an important a factor, and it f- can actually be quite to the detriment of the couple. Um, so, and and that it wasn't cohabiting, which was making um, the difference. But why you were cohabiting? You know. Are you, th- are you just simply moving in with your partner because it's, you know, a way to save money, financial reasons, convenience? Or are you moving in because you want to spend more time with each other? Those are two very different things. And it seems to be just moving in with each other for the sake of moving in with each other, because that's the way society points you, can actually be a real detriment um, to uh, the longevity of a marriage. A real detriment. And and that's scary because popular wisdom would have us believe that it is, the, it is what you should do. But we never stop to ask, what are your motives? Hmm. What are your motives? Anyway, we got a lot of messages in chat and we got um, I got a lot of messages online as well. I'll read those in a second. Uh, let's see. Uh, where were we? <laughs> Rossi is back. Rossi, the cleaning lady. Okay. Uh, Copper alligator. Heard the phrase, the first year is the honeymoon phase. Exactly. And that's another thing. Like, the unpopular opinion was you should live with each other for... the uh, Couples should live with each other for a year before marriage. The first year, you're still not being yourself. <laughs> you know? Anyone can do their own laundry for a year and put on a brave face. Four years down the line, when, you know, you're going crazy because he leaves the toilet seat up or or she squeezes the toothpaste from the middle and it drives you up the wall. (laughs) That's That's the real telltale factor. Right? Natch actually, um, not only surprised me, I shouldn't be surprised by his wisdom, I know, I know. But Natch, he surprised me in, in in the best of ways today. Um, what else do we have? I just learned about a real-life story. This is from Pedro from Instagram. A real-life story of a young couple deeply in love whose relationship didn't last a month after they moved in together. The main reason is that the guy was super spoiled. Uh, Malcriado, I think he say, right? Or Nino de Papa or algo así. Será posible? Vaya nivelazo. I didn't even need the translation for that one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Anyway, (laughs) and couldn't take care of his own underwear. (laughs) It takes a lot of love and passion to survive filthy underwear. (laughs) Never come to my house. You know, I have a laundry basket and I mainly use it for for my laptop. (laughs) The laundry lives on the floor, Natch. That's where the laundry lives. Not kid ourselves. (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) Corporate alligator, most people... By the way, can we get um, a, a Nivelath offer? Corporate alligator, Vero, all the people um, sharing. Yeah. Sharing amazing opinions today. Um, most people are on much better behavior when they stay for a few nights a week instead of all the time. They clean up more, help out more, put their best foot forward. Living together changes things. You can't hide as many secrets. Um, same as when you get married. Early on, things can change after the wedding. There's a thing. Did you notice your um, your relationship change after after the wedding? That's something I hear a lot but from both men and women like um the nature of the relationship the uh, the foundations of the relationship started to change once um once once they were married did you did you find that natch no not no i wouldn't i wouldn't say so but i've i know some well, my my best friend uh well, passed through this and yeah, yeah. and ended up divorced yeah <laughs> they was they've been living like ten years, and after marriage, they they last only one year. Yeah, there you go. I and I've, know I've you know what I've heard the exact same thing. We lived together for seventeen years, for twenty years, then we got married, and it just d- fell into ruin. You know, so that conventional wisdom, like no, you should live with each other first. It's obviously not as clear cut. It's obviously not as obvious as society would like to paint it. And we'll see if that bore out in today's um, in today's poll in a second. I want to continue with the um I want to continue with the chat here. 
Rafelka says, I think they should live with each other for at least, or at least for a working week, not on a holiday period. Mm, yeah. Yeah, to get a more of a sense of um, of the daily schedule of that person. Thanks, Rafelka. Copper alligator, anything is possible. The EU forced Apple to make, um, make them use Type-C um, connectors in iPhones. Yeah. Dude, you know, I mean, that Type-C thing, the way that Apple, uh, the way that Apple, sorry, the way that the EU forces tech companies, number one, to reduce um, electronic waste. All right, now everyone's going to use um, a USB-C because we say so. Brilliant. You know, less cables, less, you know, proprietary nonsense that Apple likes to um, shove in all their products. Um, looking after our, um, our privacy. Now, I worked in marketing at the time and GDPR was a nightmare. But I've got to say, as a user, brilliant for our privacy. The fact that we can't use Facebook threads, their, their Twitter alternative because of privacy concerns. All these things that European, um, uh, that Europe does, I don't think we appreciate them enough, really. I do sound like a bit, like a, a, I mean, it's weird, right, to hear a British guy <laughs> defended Europe so much all the time. Um, yeah, I just, I, I provide the counterweight to my uh, Brexit friends. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. Um... Uh, Spain is the Mexico of Europe, says Datter. Oh, oh. No, come on. That's not fair. The only fair comparison is that Italy is the Florida of Europe. <laughs> uh, let's continue. Uh, my mom squeezes the toothpaste from the middle and it gets on my nerves, says Vero. <laughs> uh, Pedro, I don't think it changes after marriage. It changes with time. There's no tipping point with marriage, says Pedro. As you know, I'm not um, an authority on this subject, as I am unmarried. But um, let's see what you guys thought. So let's get to the poll and the results of the poll. So again, Instagram, a lot of people voted. Not a single person said false. So I made the statement that couples should live together for at least a year before getting married. And you guys said... I think it was 67% true. I'll be honest, I'll be honest, I couldn't I couldn't read it properly because the computer screen here at the office is bad. Well, 38, no, it'd be 60, 62% true. My bad, 62% true. I could read 38 in false. <laughs> it must be 62. Um, interesting. And a lot better balance in my mind. Again, this show isn't about truths, friends. This show is all about nuance. And if I encourage you to do anything, it's to question conventional wisdom. And I think this is one of the things that, you know, falls definitely falls into the category of conventional wisdom that should be questioned. Because if you actually look into to the science and the studies that have been done around this subject, it's certainly not as clear-cut as you would believe. Yeah, um, 67% true. How do I? How would I wrap up this? I would wrap up it wrap it up by saying, look, I've never been married, but I am a bit of an expert about cohabiting. I've cohabited with partners. I think the if there's any takeaway from the science that's been done on um, uh, on cohabiting it's not so much the cohabiting that can can danger or enhance the future of a relationship it's much more about the reasons why you would cohabit how selfish those are is it about convenience about cost or is it much more about um building or spending more time with that person it's certainly not as easy as you should live together before marriage because we've all heard those stories of people who've lived together for years, then as soon as they get married, their relationship falls apart. There has to be a reason for that, friends. There has to be. One thing I would say is that um, I'm certainly not an expert on this um, on this point, guys. I, again, I'm um, I'm not a married man, and you know my opinion is is worth what it's worth. As Grandpa Bo used to say, opinions are like buttholes, friends. Everyone has one, and they all stink, including mine. All right, guys, let's move on to today's 100 Humans. Interesting, man. Interesting. That turned into um, a fairly um, a fairly 
interesting debate there about um, about cohabiting. It's certainly not as um, clear cut as as we've been led to believe. I don't think. Because, yeah, conventional wisdom would say, no, 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 you've got to test the waters first. But then science tells us it's completely different. All right, so let's um, uh, let's continue with this, um, on, uh, with this sorry, uh, 100 humans. It was a long walk to work today, friends, across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans. And I asked them all a question. Today's question was, Hey, what was it? Name something you need to grow a vegetable garden. Nombra, al, uh, nombra lo que necesitas para cultivar un huerto. Did is that right, Natch? More, mm, yes. more or less. Mm-hmm. Okay. Será posible? Vaya nivelazo. Um, so yeah, okay. I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. Your job in the chat is to identify those top seven answers. All right, here we go. What do you think, Natch? You go first. Seeds. Seeds. Semillas, right? Seeds. Is seeds there? Yes, it is. Well done. <laughs> I datter in the in the audience. <laughs> Uh, Seeds is there. Um, well done, Natch. Is the number one answer. <laughs> Datter says, feces. <laughs> Poo, basically. <laughs> Datter is there. Well done. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's not feces. It's fertilizer when you put it in a garden. <laughs> right? <laughs> But I um uh, I, res- I I respect that I respect that answer um, and feces is actually there fertilizer is there it's the sixth most popular answer with five of a hundred humans Ab- abono do you say in um uh, in yeah abono well done okay uh, okay let's continue um let's see what people have said in the chat we have water Rafelka says water is water there. Yes, it is. Well done. Water's there. Fourth most popular answer. Oh, I can see our head of IT in the studio. Hopefully, he's going to be fixing our little laptop there. He's saying no, but I think he will. Guys, you've got to write to the head of IT. Tell him Rob needs his streaming laptop so he can read our wonderful messages. (laughs) All right. In position. Let's see. what, What else do people say? Okay. Earth. Says Pedro. Earth. Hmm. Earth, meaning, you know, soil. The bridge also says soil. Is soil there? Yes, it is. Well done. Soil is there. Mm, Yeah, or dirt, I guess you'd say dirt. So soil, dirt, earth. It's there. It's the third most popular answer with 16 of 100 humans saying dirt. All right. Um, Okay, let's continue. Patience. Oh, Says Pedro from Instagram, patience. It's not there. Sorry. It's a great answer, though. You would need patience, but it's not there. See, he's, he's playing 3D chess. <laughs> um, Rafelka says, not having pets. <laughs> That's not there either. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, we have Sun, the Sun. Do we need sunlight? Yes, we do. Oh my God, guys. You've had zero clues and you're almost there. <laughs> it's species. I did good, says Data. <laughs> um, we have love in the chat. Ronnie in the chat says love. Is it there? No, it's not. <laughs> the poor Natch. He's got, I think his computer's going a little nuts today. We've we love you, Natch. We love you, even though even though the computer's going crazy. I think it's being my fault. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no worries. So um, love is not there. Sorry. Okay, we have all sorts of answers here: air, offense, slug repe- repellent, time. All great answers, but none of them are there. Sorry. 
Noritam says something English, a, a, interesting. She says space. Un sitio, no? Space. Maybe you'd say garden, you know, or a yard or something. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. I'd say yard or garden. You'd say maybe patio or something like that. Yeah, patio, jardín. Yeah, okay. Good. All right, um, only one answer left. Okay, I'm going to give you a... Pedro says a mortgage. <laughs> it's a great answer, but it's not there. Wah, wah, wah. Okay, I'm going to give you a clue, all right? Something you need. I mean, look, are you going to get your hands dirty doing... You know, how are you going to till the soil? How are you going to, you know, create the space? How are you going to... You're not going to do it with your hands, right? What do you need? Tell them, Natch. Need tools. You need tools. Well done. <laughs> All right. Let's go through the list. Okay. I asked 100 humans to name something you need to grow a vegetable garden. Nombra lo que necesitas para cultivar un huerto. In position number seven, we had a yard, un patio, jardín. In position number six, we had fertilizer, abono. Now I'm starting to think the abono del metro. <laughs> yeah, no? I'm starting to think I shouldn't be paying with money. I don't know. All right. In position number five, we have sunlight. Uh, Luth solar. El sol. Yeah, good answer. In position number four, we had water. Agua. Ten of a hundred humans said that one. In position number three, we had dirt. Soil. Tierra. In position number two, with 17 of 100 humans, we had Erimientas, tools. Well done, Natch, on that one. And in position number one, with 41 of 100 humans, we had seeds. Well done, guys. <laughs> All right. With On that note, my friends, <laughs> we should move on to today's Complete the News. Complete the News. Okay, guys, it is complete the news time. Um, I'm going to give you a real news headline, um, but I'm going to leave out some important information. Your job is to complete the news. If you're one of the many people that are watching the show but haven't said anything, perhaps you're too nervous to express your opinion, that's fine. But this, my friends, is your moment. Um, I'm going to give you three options, A, B, and C, and all you have to write is A, B, or C. I'm getting a, I'm getting a pronunciation cue here. Herramientas. Is that better, Natch? Did I butcher it? <laughs> thank you, thank you. Herramientas. <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right. So here's the news headline. Blank escapes from a Pennsylvania vet clinic. For the third time. <laughs> Un clinica veterinaria. Okay. Blank escapes from a Pennsylvania vet clinic for the third time. Blank se escapa por el tercera vez de una clinica veterinaria de Pennsylvania. All right. But what, what escaped? Was it A, a chihuahua? Was it B, a Shire horse. These are horses. Um, uh, these are one of the largest breeds of horses. You can pro you've probably seen them in movies. They've got like they're wearing flares. You know they have hair covering their their feet. Or is it C a tortoise? <laughs> so what was it? Blank escapes from a Pennsylvania veterinary clinic. Was it A a Chihuahua for the third time? It's an escape artist. This thing. Um, was it A, a Chihuahua? Was it B, a Shire horse? I don't know how you'd say it in Spanish. Maybe a caballo Shire? I don't know. But it's um, a horse. Well, it's all over the world, but I think it originates from my part of the world in Yorkshire. Very, very big breed of horse. Or is it C, a tortoise? Tortuga. A, B, or C? The answers are flooding into the chat. Thank you, thank you, guys. Woo! Percheron, says the bridge. Percheron is, what's that? <laughs> Maybe the Shire Horse. Ah, the Shire Horse. Thank you. Can we get a Nivelazo for the bridge? Percheron. Buy a Nivelazo. My God. So good. All right. 
Okay, the chat seems to have decided on one. What do you think, Natch? I don't know. Uh, Chihuahua. You think it's a Chihuahua? It's as good as that. Good answer as any. Uh, it seems to be that the chat is yeah. Most of the votes go towards C, a tortoise. All right. Well, let's um, waste no more time and see. Can we get a drum roll, Natch? Blank escapes from a Pennsylvania vet clinic. It was see a tortoise well done guys <laughs> for the third time <laughs> are you for real it's either the fastest tortoise in the world or <laughs> like a tortoise ninja <laughs> all right so yeah this is true residents of a town in pennsylvania are on the lookout for tank a tortoise who has escaped from the um Valley Animal Hospital for the third time. <laughs> Tank, owned by the veterinarian Mike Nelson, managed to escape his outdoor pen, possibly by creating a hole in the fence. Oh, my God. I want to be Tank, man. I want to be Tank. All right, guys. Well, that's um, uh, that's today's Complete the News. Congratulations to you. A real-life teenage mutant ninja turtle, says uh, Corporate Alligator. Dude, three times? That's not um, that's not an accident. That's a pattern, my friends. <laughs> Tank is currently in Mexico sipping margaritas. <laughs> um, guys, we've covered so much today from um, from Amazon getting into trouble by the, with the uh, FTC. Uh, big news to come on that one, I think, um, and possibly possibly something that's going to impact all of us in some way, shape, or form. We all use Amazon, right? Um, we we looked at Spain and how uh, how. Among EU countries, it has the highest number of young people out of work and education and ask ourselves why and if there's anything to learn from Nordic countries. We looked at Google Podcasts sadly disappearing, whether people should cohabit before marriage, um, and, of course, today's Complete the News and 100 Humans. Guys, I've had so much fun. Thank you so much in contributing and sharing with me the best part of my day. There are so many things. You could have been doing this morning, guys. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. I'll see you next time.